We all know there are times when you don't have many choices in who you work with, like when a pipe bursts and you need a plumber right now. But when it comes to your mental health, you should have choices so you don't get stuck with a therapist who can't remember what you tell them every week. To find a good therapist for you, try ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book hundreds of types of doctors, including thousands of mental health providers. We're talking about therapists, psychologists, and psychiatrists. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare hundreds of types of patient-reviewed in-network doctors, including mental health providers, and instantly book appointments with them online. The typical wait time to see a mental health provider booked on ZocDoc is just four days. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments, either online or in person. I use this, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com stronger and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated therapist, psychiatrist, or psychologist today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash stronger. ZocDoc.com slash stronger. On today's Friday Fix. What if the things you believe about yourself aren't even true? Maybe you're not socially awkward. Or maybe you're not broken. You just think you are. The truth is, if you believe those things about yourself they'll turn into a self-fulfilling prophecy. Fortunately, you can change those self-limiting beliefs that hold you back in life. Welcome to Mentally Stronger. I'm Amy Morin, a psychotherapist, mental strength trainer, and an international best-selling author of five books on mental strength. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a mental strength strategy that can fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. And the fun part is... We record the show from a sailboat in the Florida Keys. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Your beliefs affect every aspect of your day. How you think, how you feel, how you perceive other people, what types of plans you make for the future, and how you see yourself. Yet, many of our core beliefs are inaccurate. If we don't recognize how inaccurate our beliefs are, those beliefs limit our potential. Self-limiting beliefs are an issue that we commonly address in the therapy office. Changing the beliefs that you've held onto for your whole life, though, it's not easy to do, but it could change your life. Here's a quick example. One of my former therapy clients had a deep-down belief that she was unlovable. Of course, she didn't walk into my office saying, hey, Amy, can you help me stop believing I'm unlovable? She didn't realize that this belief wasn't true. And she didn't think it was a problem because she assumed it was a fact. The reason she started coming to therapy was because she didn't want to mess up one more relationship in her life. Her relationships usually didn't last. And she wanted help with the one that she was in at that moment. She said she was dating somebody, but things really weren't going well. One of the things we did in the first few weeks of therapy was to look at her relationship history what we discovered was that she was always afraid that the men she dated were going to leave her. To try to prevent that from happening, she became a people pleaser. She took on the qualities of whoever she was dating as well. She dated a vegetarian for a while, so she stopped eating meat. If she dated somebody who was really into watching sports, she watched a lot of sports too. Because she believed that she wasn't a lovable person just as she was, she morphed into the person that she was dating. Ultimately, that drove them away because she lacked her own personality. 
and no one actually wants to date the exact mirror image of themselves. We figured out that this belief that she was unlovable started in childhood. She'd been adopted, and she grew up with several siblings, but she was the only one in the family who was adopted, so she always felt different. She believed that if her birth parents gave her away, it must be because she was unlovable. So she developed this system to try and compensate for that, which meant she hid her personality and she tried to be somebody else. So our work together in therapy was about finding evidence that maybe that belief wasn't true. She essentially had to unlearn that she wasn't lovable because she was, there was nothing wrong with her. But as long as she believed she was an unlovable human, she was gonna keep driving people away. That's one of the problems with our core beliefs. They tend to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you believe that you aren't smart, you probably won't challenge yourself. And if you never challenge yourself to do hard things, you won't ever see what you're capable of doing. So how do you uncover your beliefs and then how do you challenge those beliefs? Here are five strategies that can help. Number one, write down your thoughts when you feel bad. For two weeks, write down the thoughts that run through your head whenever you're afraid to do something, whenever you're nervous or sad, or whenever you're struggling to feel motivated to do something that you know that you should do. So just for two weeks, carry around a notebook, or if you prefer to use your phone, use your phone to take notes. I know it sounds like a lot of work, but it's a really good investment in the rest of your life. Doing this for two weeks could teach you a lot about your thought patterns, and then it can help you identify what your underlying core beliefs are. You might notice that you have thoughts like, oh, I don't want to go to that networking event because I don't have anything interesting to say. Or I really don't want to go to that meeting tomorrow because no one ever listens to me. Writing down your thoughts for a couple of weeks will help you identify some pretty clear patterns quickly. You'll discover that your negative thoughts often revolve around the same underlying issues like the fear of failure, fear of not being liked, or this idea that somehow you're just not very effective. Do you want to get high-quality meat delivered straight to your house? Or in my case, a sailboat? Try ButcherBox. It saves me time and money. And if you order right now, Mentally Stronger listeners can get steak, chicken, or salmon free in every single order for an entire year. I love that ButcherBox offers grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and wild-caught seafood. There are no antibiotics or added hormones. They even offer vegetarian options. ButcherBox lets you decide how often you want deliveries, and you can pick a curated plan, or you could completely customize your box. Sign up at butcherbox.com stronger and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer, plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com stronger and use code STRONGER to choose your free-for-a-year offer. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Number two, ask yourself, what would that mean? Now that you have a record of your thoughts, look at them a little closer to identify the underlying core beliefs that drive those thoughts. And I guarantee that you create some rules for yourself to deal with whatever your underlying beliefs are. You follow those rules automatically and probably have no idea what your rules are. 
But if you pay attention, you'll figure it out pretty quickly. When you discover a rule that you're trying to follow, ask yourself, what would that mean? You probably have to ask yourself three times, and then you'll uncover a hidden belief. Here's an example. Let's say you get invited to somebody's retirement party at work, and it's happening during work hours. Your rule might be to automatically decline. So when you say no, ask yourself, well, what would it mean if I went to that party? You might think, well, that would mean I'm not a good employee because I should be working. So then ask yourself again, well, what would that mean if I weren't a good employee? Well, that might mean I'm not worthy of getting paid. And what would it mean if you aren't worthy of getting paid? That I'm not a worthy person. So that's the core belief. I'm not worthy. That's a really common one, actually. You'll likely find that most of the time when you ask yourself just a few times, what would that mean? You'll find that your underlying self-limiting beliefs are either that you're not worthy, you're not lovable, or that you're somehow helpless. Those are the three most common core beliefs that we tackle in therapy. Number three, look for evidence to the contrary. So now that you have a better idea of what your beliefs are, you can start chipping away at them. When you believe something to be true, you'll focus on all the things that reinforce that belief and you'll ignore anything to the contrary. That's just how your brain works. So if you believe you aren't smart enough, your brain will pay close attention to every mistake you've ever made and every answer that you didn't know. And then when you do something well or you have information that's actually helpful, your brain will overlook it because that would serve as evidence that maybe you're a little smarter than you give yourself credit for. So it's important to look for the exception to the rule. If you believe that you aren't good enough, ask yourself, well, what was a time when I felt good enough? And if you believe people are always mean to you, ask yourself, what was a time when somebody was nice to me? Just identifying an exception to the rule or a time when your belief wasn't 100% true chips away at it just a little bit. And that's what we want to do is chip away at those beliefs a little bit at a time. Because you're not going to wake up tomorrow and suddenly stop believing something that you've held true your entire life. But if you identify an exception to your belief, you'll see that it's not always true. And you might be more open to the fact that your beliefs aren't 100% accurate. And number four, tell yourself an alternative story. There are so many ways to tell the same story. And all the versions of that story can be true, just from a slightly different perspective. You could tell yourself that you're horribly scarred and broken because terrible things happen to you. Or you can tell yourself that you're an amazingly strong human for surviving whatever it was that you went through. You could look at yourself as a loser who failed over and over again, or a hero who's gotten knocked down but keeps getting back up. Sometimes it's helpful to just ask yourself, what's another way to tell the same story? I'm a loser for failing, or I'm brave for trying. Whether it's just a regular day and you keep thinking about how bad things happen to you all the time, or you're looking back over your summer and thinking about all the things you didn't do that you wished you had, Try changing the story you tell yourself and see what happens. And number five, test your beliefs. If you believe that you are 100% incapable or completely incompetent, telling yourself, 
no, I'm actually smart, probably won't change your mind. Instead, you have to get out there and test your negative thoughts. When you think you can't do something, try to do it anyway. Or when you predict other people are going to judge you, put yourself out there and see if it's true. My personal self-limiting belief for most of my life was that I wasn't as smart as people thought I was. I got really good grades in school, but I concluded that it was just because I was good at memorizing things and I was able to do well on tests. I worried that if I talked, I'd say something that would show that I really wasn't that bright and that people would judge me for it. When I was a kid, I was super shy. I barely talked at all. It was more like the social anxiety level kind of shy. And that was the case even through college. I never spoke in class. I never gave a presentation. And I avoided talking in front of people that I didn't know very well. Obviously, I conquered that belief now. I make a living by being a podcast host. And I gave a TEDx talk that just crossed over 23 million views. It took time, but I learned that it's okay to talk. And yes, there are going to be times when I do say things that are stupid. And yes, people are going to judge me sometimes but it's not the end of the world. But if I had never challenged those beliefs, I would still probably not talk in front of people. Hopefully that serves as proof that you can challenge your self-limiting beliefs and figure out what's true and what isn't. So I encourage you to go out there and challenge your negative thoughts, challenge those beliefs as an experiment, and just observe whether things turn out the way that you predict. The good news is we all have the ability to unlearn a self-limiting belief. And when you do, you unlock more abilities that will help you reach your greatest potential. So those are five strategies that can help you change your self-limiting beliefs. Spend two weeks tracking your thoughts when you feel bad. Ask yourself what your negative predictions would mean. Look for evidence to the contrary. Tell yourself an alternative story and test your beliefs. And while I talked about how to do all this in less than 15 minutes, I realize it takes time to work on these things. And if you struggle to address unhelpful beliefs on your own, consider therapy if you can. A cognitive behavioral therapist can help you uncover the beliefs that are holding you back, and then they can help you let go of those beliefs once and for all. If you know somebody who could benefit from learning how to let go of their self-limiting beliefs, share this show with them. Simply sharing a link to this episode could help someone feel better and grow stronger. Do you want free access to my online course? It's called 10 Mental Strength Exercises That Will Help You Reach Your Greatest Potential. To get your free pass, just leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. Then send us a screenshot of your review. Our email address is podcast at amymorinlcsw.com. We'll reply with your all-access pass to the course. Thank you for hanging out with me today and for listening to the Mentally Stronger Podcast. And as always, a big thank you to my show's producer, who still sometimes doubts himself despite the fact that he's worked on recording 13 Grammy Award-winning albums, Nick Valentine. <laughs>